Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to Sports Day. I find the franchise cricket circuit fascinating, Coons. I wish I was on it, but I'm not. I'm not quite the player that this man is. An Australian who's very much involved in it. His name is Peter Hatsoglu. And over the last 12 months, he's played for the Scorchers, Glamorgan, um, Cape Town, St. Lucia, Morrisville, wherever that is, uh, Preshwar, and now Abu Dhabi. And in June, it was announced he would play BBL 13 for the Hobart Hurricanes. Pete, welcome to Sports Day. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. All right, Pete. Tell us how it really is on the global franchise tour. I mean, you what are you, mid-20s? You've probably got another 15 years of this. You must be loving every moment. 15 years if all goes well. Um, I don't think it's as glamorous as what people think. Uh, you know, you see the headlines in the IPL and all that sort of stuff. But in between IPL and the Australian summer and, and everything else going on around the world of cricket, there are sort of these these tournaments like the T10, which is what I'm at now. Um, and, yeah, although, although it's fantastic, uh, you get to travel the world, play cricket, um, and, and do a lot of really cool things. It's definitely, you know, it takes a, it's, it's not all, it's not all glamour and, and everything it's made out to be, I think. What's the standard of cricket like in Abu Dhabi at the moment, Pete? No, it's actually, um, it's actually a really good tournament. Like I'm playing in a team right now with Moe Nali, Faf Duplessis, Jason Holder, uh, and a number of guys. I think it, it's funny, Australia's in such a bad time zone that all this cricket happens around the world that people in Australia just have no idea about, mm-hmm. um, and and like the reality is, the team I'm playing in now has nine overseas players uh, coming from all over the world, and they get together for two weeks and um, and play T10 cricket. It doesn't take much of a toll on the body, so a lot of people are really willing to do it. And and yeah, the, the standard is actually is actually really high. Like I, I to be honest with you, like yeah, when you got a team like Jason Holder, Fafdu Blasi. Uh, you know, Moeen Ali, et cetera, I'd put it up there with the Big Bash, to be honest, which is maybe a funny thing to hear for people in Australia. Yeah, so uh, there's some big names there, which obviously means there's a heavy, heavy salary cap. So you're obviously doing really well financially, which is why you're looking so relaxed as we got you on the Zoom at the moment. But a T20, T10, sorry, you bowl leggies. Like, how, how do you get into a rhythm in that? Yeah, I mean, you have to hit you hit the ground running. Otherwise, you'll be... Uh, you know, you'll 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 cop it, cop it, I guess, and and not do too well. But yeah, it's it's a it's a different format, I guess. It's it's action packed. It's actually broadcasted on Fox in Australia. Um, look, I'm not I'm not going to lie. Like a lot of these tournaments are purely uh, marketed to India, and India is obviously the biggest market. I mean, when you've got a billion people, suddenly twenty million Australians who are who have the game broadcasted to them at midnight. It's it's like you become pretty insignificant, but um, yeah, it's 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 a difficult format, and and um, and it's it's something that that I've really enjoyed playing in the last two seasons. Now it's uh, it's actually really cool. It's everything you want to see in a game of cricket, and it's so short that the um, the games are always tight finishes. 
I would say in T20 cricket, certainly in Australia, obviously dependent on conditions, but sort of any score over 170 or 180 is very hard to chase down. What's the equivalent in a 10-over match for those listeners who haven't watched much T10 cricket because they've been asleep? Yeah, I think one 120 is probably around about the uh, – well, 110, 120 is probably past score. So, uh, yeah, it's a different style. I mean, I guess when 2020 cricket came along, people were thinking the same sort of thing. So we mentioned – Tommy mentioned off the top that you you love the circuit. You do like to travel around. St. Lucia, that's a gorgeous place. What was that like? Yeah, St. Lucia's beautiful. I played in the Caribbean Premier League there. So the St. Lucia Kings are owned by the Punjab Kings, who are obviously an IPL team. And and that's sort of the way, I guess, the T20 circuit works. You've sort of got uh, the IPL, which, uh, you know, for comparison's sake, is kind of like the English Premier League. And then you've got these satellite teams all around the world. So, um, yeah, it obviously, it's a very different structure to how cricket has been previously. But, um, yeah, it's it's. I really enjoyed it there. I had a great, great time there. Um uh, Darren Sammy, who who obviously won two World Cups with the West Indies, was was my coach, and um, and yeah, like amazing place. Can you give us an insight into what a dressing room is like with all these gun players from around the world from completely different backgrounds? It just strikes me that you know one of the maybe the cynical criticisms of these franchise tournaments is that people are there selfishly to make money. They pick up and they leave, but there must be some sort of camaraderie among teammates. Otherwise, you wouldn't continue to do it. Yeah, um, it's like a traveling roadshow, to be honest. You've got all these all these guys who get together, uh, whether they play on the same team or not, you're in like the same hotel together. So you become really friendly with with players, coaches and everyone. And you know what? Like, it does mean a lot. You're playing for your career and it's so cutthroat. If you don't perform, you get cut so quickly because there are 10, 20, 30 people lining up to come take your spot. It's, it's amazing what we get to do. And um, there's no shortage of people from not only Australia, but all over the world who are hungry to take your position. So, no, people do care. Um, it's You're playing for your career, so it's it's a challenge. Do you find time to gel with your teammates off the pitch? Yeah, plenty of time. Like, you know, we're playing paddle later today um, and, and obviously, like, you know, cricketers play a lot of golf and that sort of stuff. But, um, look, what I really enjoy about this, and maybe this isn't everyone's, like, cup of tea, but I, I really enjoy like the cultural um, thing of it all. Like you, you come into a team and you're playing with people from Afghanistan, Pakistan, India, the US, South Africa, uh, and all over the world. And suddenly, like you've got to you've got to gel quickly as a team. Otherwise, you won't have success. So, no, I think that's something that that I really enjoy about about this. And and yeah, I guess you have to be a sort of inclined in a certain way to to do that. Do you see this as your future, for, as you said, the next 10 to 15 years? I mean, clearly it's impossible to do what you're doing and also play first-class cricket, red ball cricket, and get, a bag, and get a baggy green. But it's also hard to do what you're doing and even play white ball cricket for, for Australia, specifically one-day cricket. Um, is this your future or do you still have aspirations to explore what else you can do? Yeah, like I'd love to play for Australia and there's no, there's, they're not really, like playing on the circuit and playing for Australia aren't mutually exclusive, but... Yeah, I, I obviously the World Cup just happened, and I'd love to be involved in something like that. Um, look, I hope I hope the Australian selectors are sort of seeing what I do on the circuit and and taking that into their considerations. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, my my story into cricket has, has always been a little bit different. I sort of I started bowling fast leggies 
leaving high school and, and things happened very quickly for me. And I was, you know, I've got COVID to thank for a lot of that. And I guess, I guess my, my career has always been very unconventional. And, and I mean, I tried to play state cricket for South Australia for, for a couple of years. I couldn't even, uh, you know, get a rookie contract there, unfortunately. But, um, I, I mean, I'm happy that I've got this other avenue now that, um, is like amazing for me. And, and like, yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. So white ball, you're hoping that the selectors are keeping an eye on you. So you, you red ball, you, you've given up those aspirations to play for Australia because there will be a an opening with a spinner coming into the Australian side in the next couple of years. Yeah, I mean, you never say never, but yeah, like at the moment, I'm just really enjoying all the T20 and T10 stuff I'm doing around the world. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how much coons you've seen of my bowling, but I reckon it'd be hard to steve in for 40 overs a day and bowl the way I do. So, But, you know, you can always reinvent yourself, as I did as a youngster, you know, from bowling slow leggies to bowling fast leggies. So you never say never, but I'm really enjoying everything as it is at the minute. Your BBL career itself is sort of, sort of mirrors your world um, franchise career as well. Renegades, Scorchers, and this season, the Hurricanes. Why the move and, um, and how much are you looking forward to playing under Jeff Vaughan in Hobart? Yeah, I guess in a you know in a world of auctions and, and so many moving pieces as there is in the cricket um, in the cricket franchise world, you, you find yourself moving around a lot. And I love my time with the Scorchers. I mean, you know, one two premierships there, fantastic group of guys. And and still, I speak to a lot of the boys. Um, and and yeah, like loved loved my time there. But I guess the way things sort of panned out. Uh, yeah, just just the opening at Hobart came along. We've got such an ex- exciting squad. I mean, we've got like Ben, ben McDermott, Matthew Wade, uh, Nathan Nallis is captaining us this year, Tim David, of course. So we've got a really good group of guys and a real real good core group of players who I think are, um, yeah, ready to hopefully hopefully uh, you know, leave a mark on the competition this year. It'd be pretty cool to win three, uh, three big bashes in a row. I don't know if that's been done before. <laughs> when do you join the side? We spoke to Trevor Bayless last night who said he doesn't get his full squad together until about a week before the tournament starts. So you're in Abu Dhabi at the moment. When will you get to Australia to be able to meet your teammates and when will the full squad be together? Yeah, so I was just sort of organising my fights before hopping on this call. But, um, yeah, it's it's look, I think people are coming from all over the world and people are coming from different competitions and it's just become such a normal thing to get together as a group, a few days before a tournament starts. Um, look, as I said, though, you are sort of like on this um, road show, I suppose. So it's not like everyone's unfamiliar with each other because you've either you've mostly you've more often than not you've played against the guy, if not with him. So it's sort of like you come together late, but you you know each other just from sort of being in the same hotels during all these competitions and stuff like that, and. Um, I guess cricket's an individual sort of sport as well where, where you know, you come together as a team and, and you rely on your teammates. But at the end of the day, like, you're, you're bowling the ball and there's no one else who can affect where, you know, where you're going to bowl the ball. So it's sort of like you come together, but it, it just kind of works, I think. I, I can't imagine how hard it's been being away from your family. But, I mean, surely it's more attractive for franchises around the world knowing that, I think you're living in Dubai at the moment, so it's a lot easier to get you um, to join there than to join them than it would be if you were living, say, in Hobart or Melbourne or even Perth. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, like I spend obviously I spend a lot of time. I think I've spent maybe four months 
in the last two years in Melbourne. So spent a lot of time away and and given given that so much of my work is overseas, I've sort of just based myself in Dubai now to uh to have better accessibility to the competitions. It's a it's a much, you know, I spend less time in the air and um and I'm sort of able to travel a lot quicker than what other other people are. So yeah, I'm I'm based out here. Um obviously I'll be coming back from the Big Bash, but yeah, otherwise based out here and um yeah, it's just it's just such a cool like place to be. I've really enjoyed it out here. It's just the cricket world is sort of Asia and the Middle East and and obviously the travel routes all sort of come through here. So yeah, it's uh, it's really great. Pete, love your work. Um I look forward to watching you bowl in the big bash. Hopefully catch up with you again soon and uh and good luck. I think you're living well, I'm not going to say you're living what your childhood dream would be because it probably didn't exist when you were a child, but certainly living the dream of a lot of children at the moment, traveling the world, playing cricket, making cash, and uh, meeting lots of different people. So congratulations, and uh, we'll see you again soon. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, guys. Peter Hatsoglu from Abu Dhabi. He's joining the Hobart Hurricane soon for BBL 13, and he's a cult figure.